Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Welcome back to Dad Tales Podcast. I am Leon, father to Ava who is seven and Noah who is five. And my name's Andy and I'm a dad to three girls, Ellie who's 21, Lex who's 15 and Andy who's eight. So together we're going to take a light-hearted look at parenting from a dad's point of view. We hope you enjoy. Leon, it's that day again. What day is it? Dad Tales Day. Happy uh, Dad Tales Day. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm having a good week. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not a bad week as well, which is unusual for both of us to be having a decent week. Yeah, been yeah. good. Well, I say having a good week. I was ill yesterday because uh, I've had my vaccine and it knocked me over a little bit. Only, only kept me down for 24 hours. Proper strong mate. Can fight things off within 24 hours. Can't keep me down for long. It must have been like an elephant jab or something for you to get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> to get through your skin, that is. Yeah. yeah, probably so. Oh, at least you've had it. How, how was it? Do we need to? Is that your review this week? You're reviewing your vaccine. Yeah, it was bloody brilliant. Didn't feel it. Small little prick. Straight arm. Well, I wouldn't. That's not how I'd describe you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kids back to school today. How's that gone? Oh, it's been good. Kids are so excited to go back in as well. So. Yeah, it's been good. And then I started a new job today as well. So it's been a, it's been a good day all around. So, yeah. Things are looking good. up. Oh, yeah. Always need, looking up. How's yours been? You only need to start growing some hair now and you'll be you'll be quids in, won't you? I'm, I've come to terms that I've got no hair. I'm, I'm all right with it. It doesn't bother me one, one iota. I can live with it. I'm yeah. going to be bald and grey. There's a poll for this week. Would you rather be bald or be grey? Ouch. Yeah, let's do it. We'll stick that on Instagram this week. How's, how's your um, day been? How's your week been? It's been all right. I think it's. I think after last week's announcement, it's nice to think that things feel like they're moving forward a bit, which I suppose we should issue a slight apology. We are still doing this separately because we are responsible adults, you know, in loose terms. And we feel that it's only right that we should be doing this separately while that's the rules. So the quality isn't great. We know that. And we seem to be getting worse at it for some reason. But a couple of weeks, mate, and then hopefully we'll be back together. Yeah. Not wrong with the content. It's just the sound quality. I just want to stress that. Just in case you've tuned in this week, our content is good. It's just the sound quality is not good. Yeah. And if you think the content's not good, that's because of the sound. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out on bits. Yeah, we're having to cut all the good stuff out. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go with that. Yeah, we're trying. We are trying. God loves a trier. Yeah, apparently so. What's our topic this week, Leon? This week, we're talking about lying. Is it good? Is it bad? When should we tell lies? And should we have little white lies as well? What's your, what's your thoughts on this? Certainly when where your kids are concerned. So I think certain things, such as the magic, you've got to keep the certain things going, the fat man in the red suit, the guy who delivers the uh, chocolate eggs, things like that. We've got, we've got to keep some magic going. The guy that delivers the chocolate eggs? Who delivers your eggs? The guy, the, the milkman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Easter Bunny was... Uh, is, is that the Easter Bunny a mister? I think so. Oh, interesting. Are, are you thinking of the Cabbage advert with Mrs Caramel or whatever her name was? Oh, she's beautiful. Caramel Bunny. What? I had a secret crush on her. She's a drawing. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Mas, that's a bit of a weird insight. I've just <laughs> stepped into. <laughs> can, can we go back five minutes? Because that was a bit weird for my liking. Um, so what about like um, Jessica Rabbit? 
Oh, what proper crush on Jessica Rabbit. Are you being serious? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've just found a weird insight to Andy. Andy likes um, anime. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to uh, telling fibs and lies. Yeah, let's. Yeah, so I think there's time and a place for it. I think it's getting that right balance. When I said to kids, what do you think about lying? You'd think I was going to tell them off because like, no, you shouldn't do it. Never. No, 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 it's not good. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But obviously it's... it's Trying to get the right information out of them because you still got to be careful. I mean, mine are very young, so it's getting that fine balance of they're unaware of the white lies you tell for the, the magic and things like that. So, like I say, when I, when I asked mine, it was, um, I think they thought they were going to get told off. I think they thought they'd lied about something, and I was on tour of the case about it. Because when we do talk about topics of dad tales, I try and not make it out that is dad tales, try and just have a open conversation with them. So, but what about you? What's your, what's your thoughts on uh, lying? Mine's saying, you know, yeah, there's then certain things that you've got to keep the magic alive for, I think, as long as you possibly can. And then there's, there's other things. I mean, do you ever tell your kids stuff like, you know, the old thing about if you pull that face and the wind changes, you know, your face will stay like that. Do you ever throw any of them out? If you eat your veg, you'll be big and strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we've, we've got one going at the moment, which is quite good. So, uh, you know, runner beans. Yeah. Tell no, he's probably them must be as fast as the flash. So he eats them. And then anything green, like broccoli or green beans or anything like that, Hulk eats them. And that's what makes him big and strong. So therefore, he has it. Now, now Ava's only a few years older, but she's like, nah, I'll happily not be strong as Hulk. <laughs> yeah, so we've always thrown a few of them out. They're little white lies, I suppose, aren't they? They're fibs. They're actually yeah. on the scale. They're all right, aren't they? Yeah, you, you've got to have them sort of things to, once again, going back to the magic, because it's the fun. It's the things it's the things where you look back and go, oh, yeah, I remember my mum and dad used to do that. And it makes you smile as a, as a parent, you know I mean, thinking, I've got to keep this going. Like I say, it's just the fun around growing up and the differences. And Yeah, absolutely. So what we want to know is what people tell their kids. What do they tell them? Yeah. You know, the old eat your crust and you get hairs on your chest. That's all right when you're sort of four or five-year-old <laughs> and a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went wrong. I used, to, I used to eat all my crust. I love crust. I can imagine. It's in my chest is hairy as well. It didn't make your hair curly, did it? No, it made my chest hair curly though. No, that's all right then. Yeah, so we want to know what people what people are telling their kids that's that's going to work. Do, do you have any that your mum dad used to tell you? Oh, I can remember when they used to say this. No, I don't think so. I can't think of any off the top of my head. No. No, because everything. I mean, I, I adopt it because I just think it's funny. Like they like say, like, eat, eat your crust or eat your carrots. I'm just eating dark and you know stuff like that. And even I go with that sort of stuff. That was one. Eat your carrots and step on a crack and break your back. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, I can't ever remember my mum stopping me mid street, mid strut down the street, and say, "Whoa, Andrew, you, you step on back. that crack. I'm going down." Do you remember the? Um, do you know? Do you know the grits? You get two stand on them for good luck, stand on three, it's bad luck. Do you ever come across that? Yeah, I've heard that. It's absolutely ridiculous. I still don't stand on three. I'll avoid it. Still. Just in case. You don't want to tempt fate, yeah. do you? Yeah, I do. What did your kids think about lying? What do they think about it? You shouldn't do it. Full stop. Lying bad. End answer. Yeah, so I, I was like, so is there any time that you should tell lies and stuff? And they was like, no, you shouldn't do it because you get in trouble for doing it and it's wrong and if you lie to somebody, they'll do something and it could end up getting worse or they could hurt themselves. So I was like, all right, okay. So have you ever told the lie? And I was like, 
no. And I was like, come on, you must have told a lie. There's like, no. So what I got out of them was that they might lie from now and then if they think they're going to get into trouble. Ooh. Is that better than sort of lying about something? Say, for instance, to go to school and say, oh, yeah, my dad's an astronaut. So that I don't mind because that's like because I want to be an astronaut <laughs> and people might start asking for autographs. But yeah. no, what I'm going to say is like that's like a social, it's like a social thing in it where pushing the boundaries of social interactions. So I think it's it's a healthy thing to do to be curious of what people how people react you know to certain situations. Do you know the old my dad's stronger than your dad? Yeah, my dad would beat your dad up. That's like a social thing in it of like of how like a pecking order type thing. Yeah, it is. But is it is it not wrong that kids at a young age are already exaggerating about the, their lives? You know, because if you turn up for sports day, all them other kids are going to know that you're no astronaut. We're talking about 100 metres in 10 seconds. <laughs> in your space suit. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Boom. What, are you, tell, are you telling me Neil Armstrong never turned up to sports day for his kids' sports day? Yeah, but he'll have been fit. He actually was an astronaut. Yeah, I'm fit. I'm I reckon... He lands on ground here and I'll, I'll race him over 100 metres. I better beat him. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll do that. So did they say that it's just acceptable to lie when they've maybe done something wrong? Yeah, well, th- that's the one I, I massively disagree with. I, even if they do something wrong, I'd rather them tell the truth they've done something wrong than lie about because they're worried about getting into trouble. And I've always, we've always tried to instill in you'll get into trouble more for lying than you will for actually the thing you've done wrong. And I, I don't want them to lie for that. So from mine, because mine are very diff- three very different stages, I got three fairly different responses. So Andy says it's sometimes okay to lie, but only if it's a white lie. And when I asked her if she ever lies, she says, well, I sometimes tell fibs. And is a fib sort of sat underneath a lie? In, in the hierarchy of sort of naughtiness, yeah, is, is you've got lies that's up there, fibs, white lie underneath. Yeah. So, what was her examples of? Did you try and get any examples of when she told a fib or a white lie? Just maybe things when you've kind of said, "Oh, have you done this? Yeah, have you done that?" You know, it might just be a case of, uh, "Did you put?" I tell you one one of the big things, and we've talked about this before. Who left the bathroom light on? Who left that? Have you turned the light off upstairs? If she's eating anything at the table, have you put your plate in the kitchen? Yeah. And I'll walk through and then there's a plate there. Yeah. Yeah, so my, mine will do that. Like, you know, I've got, like, pen on something and you go, right, who's done that? You can tell straight away because the one who's done it just looks so guilty that they can't lie for the light. Do you know what I mean? They can't do it. They're like, what, me? Big cheesy grin on the face, looking at the floor, like, <laughs> sheepish. So can you tell when yours lie? Yeah. Or are they quite good at... Yeah, yeah. My, mine are horrendous. Like, I can see right through them straight away that I know which one it is. Do you know, so if, if I genuinely don't know what's happened, I say to them, right, Who's done this? And they both say, what, me? I can tell straight away which one it is. Yeah. Do you know when I can tell where my kids are lying? Go on. The mouth moves. <laughs> Good old dad joke. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time. The cat. I'll be honest, I don't think they do a lot. I don't think they do lie. Certainly not to me a lot. When I ask Lexi about lying, Lexi's obviously just turned 16. So she's at that age where I think certainly socially... I'm not saying it's acceptable to lie, but it's part of growing up, I think, at that age. You know, it's sometimes a dog-eat-dog world and you maybe have to sort of embellish a little bit or, you know, not not necessarily one-upmanship, but more to keep-upmanship. Is is keep-upmanship a word? 
No, yeah, it, but we'll have it. Dad tells Dick now we're having it. That's what I'm trying to say. In life, you have to do it to get by sometimes. And it's not necessarily a, a mean lie, but it's just one of those things that gives you like a bit of an advantage in the real world. Yeah, I, I certainly see where you're coming from now. Because <laughs> that's what I was trying to say, but I was I was miles off the mark. I, I couldn't figure out what I was trying. I still don't even think I've explained what I'm trying to say. But was when you're at that that sort of um, mid age, I say mid age, sort of the mid teenage, you're you're selling yourself in the, the right kind of way. <laughs> yeah, you're, your personal, you're trying to make friends. You're trying to be in that crowd. You're trying to be in that team and doing things where you can always kind of you know uh, yeah. Have you ever played football before? Yeah, yeah, I played loads. Yeah, (laughs) things like that. And I I certainly get that. I understand that. But surprisingly enough, Lexi says that you should always tell the truth. Really? I'm surprised at that. Should always tell the truth, even if it hurts someone's feelings because it's not nice. So I was asking an example of, say, you ask one of your friends says, oh, do I look, does this like top look nice? Should that be a time when you kind of say, actually, I don't think it looks very nice. See, things like that, I think that's important in the right circles that you are honest. Like, if Aim said to me, this doesn't look right, or no, does this look right? I'll tell her straight up, yay or nay, because that's the sort of trust. Whereas if you said, this look right, I'd be like, yeah, looks great, let's get out, it's a beer. I'm not, <laughs> I could care what you look like, if I'm honest, do you know what I mean? So that, that's, that's the difference there, isn't it? I'll be honest and with you. And I think what you're saying, in the right, in the right circles, you, you've got to be, that's the trust that you've gained with friendships, that you don't like to them sort of people yeah i'll be honest you will be the last person i'd be asking for fashion advice because i just go yeah get your coat on get outside for a beer <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly uh she did say though that there is a difference between lying and withholding information which oh, i thought God. was fairly sneaky it's class <laughs> we've got a new category so we, we've got fib white lie where does withholding information fall in that Hierarchy. Yeah, these triangles become a quadrant now, aren't it? Fuck, you took some big words out. Stop trying to compete with me. Quadrant, is that right? Quadrant, quads four, isn't it? I don't know. You're asking wrong person, mate. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't be talking about anything. We've done our homeschooling. I say we, I mean you. Failed. Miserably added. Uh, yeah, so withholding information must sit underneath lies. Right, okay. I think. It, 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 is, is that stand up in a court of law when they go, this person were prosecuting withheld information? Yeah, I didn't tell them that they, I saw them murdering. <laughs> I just withheld it. Just didn't, yeah, just didn't say anything. Nice. Yeah. Which I thought was a, an interesting sort of spin on it because if somebody genuinely asks, I suppose if somebody genuinely asks you a question, i.e., does my bum look big in this, then as a good friend, and if you've got that trust, like you say, you should then be able to say, yes your bum does look big enough. But if they don't ask you, do you then necessarily need to give them that information? Oh, I quite like that. So, yeah, so if you think, God, her bum looks big in that, but then ask you, so you go, I'm going to say, oh, because they didn't ask. Yeah. Not my place to say. Yeah, that's quite good. Oh, I, I, I recorded this, that she says that you've got to be honest and stuff, because when she's been out with her friends and stuff, and you go, where you been tonight? And she goes, uh, just uh, such and such is, she can't lie to you anymore because she told you. You're not allowed to lie. Exactly. I think we're both the same in the fact that we try and encourage them not to lie. Yeah. So certainly, I think, certainly with Ellie, we have quite a good relationship where 
I'd like to think that she doesn't. If I ask her something, she'll tell me, you know, and she's obviously in a different world of, of sort of her stage of life at the moment. So I know that she's exposed to certain things and I can ask her them sort of questions and I'd like to think she tells me the truth because we, we're adults. We can have that conversation. Yeah. Uh, but when I did ask Ellie about lying, she said you shouldn't lie about things that don't require lying as it will be found out eventually, which goes back to what we were saying about you being an astronaut. So I interpret that as, you know, when you're saying, you know, when Noah's saying, oh, my dad's an astronaut. Yeah. No advantage gain either way there, is there, Johnny? You know I mean? It's not yeah. as if I'm going to then bring my rocket ship around the corner. <laughs> but she does, she does follow that up with, sometimes lying is best in certain situations if it helps you and helps others. So what I'm thinking she's saying on that is when she goes to a club and they say, are you 18? And she goes, yeah, 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 I'm 18. <laughs> she's clearly 17. So that, that's helping that. others that when, when police rock up, they go, but I asked. Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Did my bit. Again, yeah. no doubt that at some point she's probably lied about her age at some point, somewhere down the, down the track. But again, We've all done this, haven't we? We've all done it. Yeah. So yourself then, would it make you more mad? Now we just talked about that in certain circumstances to get an edge on things, lying. It's not I'm not I'm not saying it's a thing you should do, but it's part and parcel of growing up, experiencing pushing boundaries. Would you be miffed if Andy lied? There was an opportunity to get out of that lie, but still stuck to guns on lying, or if Lexi lied stuck to her guns on it and and, and uh, ellie did the same so bearing in mind they're all different ages is there a leeway there or is it because for me it's if they lie to me and i know they've lied and then i go call them out on it i'm more mad that they're persistently trying to pull the wool over my eyes do you know do, fool me that's fine you fooled me i'm taking your word for it that's fine whereas if i know they've not that's where i think lying's uh, annoys me yeah, I think for, certainly for me, I think the only thing that they probably lie about a lot is when they say, oh, who's that guy that's come to pick you up? And they go, yeah, it's not my dad. It's definitely not my dad. <laughs> that's, my, that's just my creepy uncle that picks us up sometimes. I think that's probably what lie they tell the most. Um, no, I think for me, it's, again, I can understand sort of levels. I, I just don't get the, I, I suppose... No, I just don't get this. Uh, I, I'm, like say, my dad's stronger than your dad. I can do this. I'm better than this than you. I, I just, I don't get that. I don't get that that gives any advantage whatsoever. I think you're right. In certain circumstances, there can. It's nice to have a bit of fantasy, mm. but I think it's it's as well and teaching and early on that it don't get you anywhere because you no. do found out. And like you said, if you know, if you're if you're in sales or whatever and you're trying to sell somebody the dream and then that dream doesn't happen, was it not best that you was honest in the first place and said, this is what it's going to be. You go into Skegness. It's not great. It's probably going to rain and you'll probably have a terrible time. Yeah, but then Skegness is not getting any bookings, is it? <laughs> well, you, you've, you've been honest. Yeah, but when you've got to make some sales, honesty is might not paying. <laughs> So it's all right to lie when it suits you. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a financial benefit to it. <laughs> no, it's a slippery slope, isn't it? Because like, it's, it's that fine edge of teaching the right ethics and when's it right and when's it not. Because like when you go back to like the, the, the childhood dream stuff, 
all day long. You've got to keep that going. Because one of my one of my biggest pet peeves, is, I don't know if you you know this, but people are getting young kids are getting younger and younger have been told he's not real. I thought so, I, mean, I thought he was just going to stop that then and go, kids are getting younger and younger. Well, technically they're not, because they're always <laughs> going to be kids from birth. <laughs> you can't really get any younger than that. Be careful, someone's not going to walk through Derby. I haven't had some problem. Yeah. And I've ruined the magic. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because, I mean, the, those sort of things are what make kids kids. Because the real world, the real world's a piece of beep, isn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, well, we we always say, though, don't we? Just let kids be kids for as long as they possibly can be. Yeah. I mean, I'm 30 years old and about 400 months. And I still, I'm still a big kid. Yes, you are. And why not, eh? Why not? We all want to go slide down, slide, and we all want to jump in a ball pool because it's just being a kid. You know, how many times are you talking to somebody? You go, oh, I remember when I was a kid and I did that, and it was brilliant. And I jumped off that boat in the middle of North Sea and got eaten by a jellyfish, something like that. We revert back constantly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because we have ambitions. I'm not ambitions because you can't really regress time, but we, we all want to feel that, that that sort of magic, that safety bubble that we are all we was in as kids was was just brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, good old nostalgia. Like some, some of my best times as a kid was things that you believed in. Yeah, absolutely. That turned out to be not as kosher as you think, like the whole Disney and things like that. You don't, because you're going to upset me. What? <laughs> that there weren't really 101 Dalmatians, there was only 97 of them. Was there? <laughs> yeah, you're not counting them. No? Yeah, next time you watch it, you count them. I will. It's only 97. I ain't having that. It's true. What a ripper. I'm complaining. I want it's money true. back. It's true. Do you know what that is? A oh, lie. <laughs> <laughs> That was just a fib. Do you, want to, do you want me to give you my three lies that my kids tell me? I've yeah, got my three biggest ones that you know that they are laying about. So, uh, Andy's would be, she started it. <laughs> Lexi's would be, if you give me this much money, I'll do this for you. And then, I, I struggled with Ellie's, because like I say, Ellie, Ellie's, I think we're, we're, we're quite honest with each other. So, But Ellie's, I will say, when I ask her if she's all right, she'll say, yeah, I'm okay. And I mean that in the relative sense that I know that at that early stage of so still adulthood, really, in it and becoming a, a proper yeah. girl, that she still has worries that maybe she doesn't always want to share. Yeah, which which is we, we all have that, don't we? That's that's like I said, that's just par and parcel of because you you, you haven't really found the boundaries of what to share, what not to share. Yeah, but then again, I, I look at it and think a problem shared is a problem halved. Problem halved. Yeah, I completely agree. We've always said about talking more, haven't we, and opening up yeah. and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I, I think we've got. To, I say that now. If she ever, she's probably listening to this, going, "Nah, don't tell him." Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I would tell him. I would tell him. Yeah, I tell him what he wants to hear. Right. <laughs> right round my little finger. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to finish this topic on line for me? What's your final thoughts? Have I convinced you that all lines bad? Um, no. What 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 a, what a sticky subject this is to delve around because <laughs> yeah. one it sounds like we're condoning it and then two we're condemning it. <laughs> yeah, we, we I think we're both well and truly sat on the fence here, aren't we? Yeah, I'm so far on the fence. We've got splinters in my backside. Oof, what a broken fence. Leon, what review have you got for us this week? 
So this week, my two have reviewed a good old-fashioned board game, Checkers, or Drafts for our American listeners, and Chess. And what's that in American listeners' terms? Chess. Okay. So, yeah, so Noah reviewed Checkers or Drafts, depending what you want to call it, and Ava reviewed Chess. So, hope you enjoy. Nice little uh, insight into our rainy day fun. Get the board games out. Nice one. Enjoy. Go on, I'll, I'll treat it to pushing. Go on, give it a push. Blip, blip. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> All right then, guys. So this week we're going to talk about checkers and we're going to talk about chess, okay? So we'll start with Noah and we'll do the checkers. Okay, yeah, but we start with Noah. So Noah, tell me about checkers. What, what is a game of checkers? Or drafts for our American listeners, I think. Get all the the other person's pieces. Okay, how do you get other people's pieces then? By jumping over them. Okay. So you got to jump over the pieces. Mm-hmm. When um, is everyone on the same colour, or can people be on different colour pieces for their? Can only be on the same colour. Why is that? Is it so you can jump over them, or otherwise you won't be able to jump over them, would you? If you want? Yeah. Yeah. So, why do you like playing checkers? Because it kind of messes with your brain, but it might not if you're, like, really smart. So, what you're saying is it makes you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in checkers, if you get your piece right to the other end of the board, what happens to that piece? It gets king-mated. It gets king-mated. Do you mm-hmm. mean it gets crowned or king? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, once that piece has been kinged, then what can it do? Can go forward or backwards. Okay, and all pieces move on diagonals, don't they? They can't move straight lines. They yeah. can move along the board in diagonals. That's good. Uh, can can a normal piece jump over a king? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, is there anything else you want to tell us about checkers before we move on to chess with Ava? Is there else you want to tell us? No. No. Do you like playing it though? Don't you? Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that, mate. Good review. We like a bit of checkers or drafts, depending where we are in the country, in the world. Right then, Ava, your turn then. So we're going to talk about chess. So we'll start off with why do you like playing chess? I like, I like playing chess because cause it cause it's fun for some people because it gets you really thinking and it can make you a bit more smarter if you give a really good thinking. Okay, that's good. So you like playing it because it makes you think. So mm-hmm. a bit like your brother, it makes you think and about what you're doing. And it's fun. And it's fun. Well, that's good that you enjoy it. Because you can it's... either win or lose, and I'd rather be white because white always goes first. White always goes first. You're right, white does always go first. Okay, which is why it's important you share. So you take it in turns, so you're not always the white person going first. So um, what's the aim of the game then in chess? The aim of the game is to checkmate the other, the other team's king. Okay, and how do you checkmate a king then? Well... You kind of need your pieces so that the other team's king gets checkmated. And checkmate means that, so say I moved somewhere, yeah, and then your king moved somewhere, yeah, um, and there was a bunch of other ways to move, yeah. but every time my piece could catch your piece. So you put, you put, the, you put their king into a position where no matter what, the next move for the person is going to be taken, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so what's the difference between check and checkmate then? Well, check means that um, either your king has to move 
Oh, another piece block protects. Okay, so your king can't be taken, but there's another move that can help protect that move. Okay. So let's talk about um, the pieces that there is then. So we'll start with a pawn. So what what's a pawn do? Um, there's eight pawns across the board. There is, yeah. Then you've got your back pieces and your pawns. Um, on the first move, you can either pick to move one space or two spaces. But if you choose to move one space, after that, after the first move, you can only move one space. So say I move one space, you won't be able to, you won't be able to move okay. um, two spaces. So you could, so you might want to move two spaces at the start so that you have a chance to move two spaces. Okay, yeah. So, so some pawn, well, pawns, their first move, short choice, it can either move one space or two spaces, can't it? Mm -hmm. And depending on, if you choose to move one or two, it has your tactical advantage, done it, for blocking and protecting your pieces on the back row. Good. Mm -hmm. So how does a pawn capture the pieces then? Um, so you go, you can only go forward as a pawn. Yeah. Um, and then to capture the pieces, you'd go diagonal and take their space. Yeah. So pawns can't jump forwards and only jump diagonals. It's good. So let's look at your back row then. So what, what pieces have you got on your back row? You've got your bishop. Yeah, and what can the bishop do then? So It only moves diagonal. Yeah. And so you've got one on the black spaces yeah. that only go on the black spaces. Yeah. And then you've got one on your white spaces which always go on the white spaces. Good, okay. So, And how many moves can a bishop move at a time? As much as you like. Yeah, okay, good. So but you, can... you can only move, so you can't move, um, say, up, going diagonal, and then down again, going no. diagonal. Yeah. You can only go once. Yeah, so you can only move in theoretically, diagonally, but once, as far as you can go to the edge of the board. Okay, good. So what are the pieces you've got on your back row then? So we've done um, the bishop. You've got your king. Your king, yeah, okay, we spoke about the king. So mm. the aim of the game is to get. Your opponent's king into checkmate. You can also move your king. I can move where it is so that all the other pieces can kind of like protect. Yeah, so the, the aim of the game is to protect your king, innit? You're protecting it by attacking their king. How many spaces can a king move then? One at a time. It can move diagonal, forward, backwards, or side to side. So it can move wherever it wants, but only one space at a time. That's good. <laughs> right, gives another piece in our back row. Queen. The queen, ooh, go on then, the mighty queen. It can move at any space. So it can go forward, backwards, diagonal, side to side. But it can only move, it's a bit like the bishop, but it can move it like, in all it directions. Yeah. So it can only move, say, I went up and then sideways. That's not allowed. You'd only go up yeah. or diagonal or side. And it can move as many spaces as it wants. So you can cover it. So your, your queen's quite your most offensive move, in it? Because it can get across the board pretty your quick. Your queen's probably the most powerful. Yeah. Okay, good. What else we got on the back row then? Um, the castle. Okay, the castle, yeah. Or sometimes called the rook, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's um, so your rook or castle. Yeah. Um, can move. It can't move diagonal, no. but it can move up or sideways. Side to side. Or back. How many spaces can it move forwards, backwards? As much as it wants. As much as it wants. Okay. It's like. A the queen, but it can't move diagonal. Okay, that's good. And then what's the other piece on the back row then? The knight. The knight, the tricky knight, eh? <laughs> it can 
it can move an L upwards, whichever side you want. Yeah. Or one, two is it? And then one to the side? Yeah. Or one up and then two to the side? side yeah. Or you can go one down, two to the side, or two down and one to the side. And you can pick to go up doing it or down doing it. And then the next side you can pick to do it to left or right. Now, what makes the knight special in the way, it, obviously it moves in an L shape, but the other pieces can't do something that, that it can do? And it kind of moves all over the place. Yeah, so what, what I'm trying to get from there is it can it can end up going over the top of the pieces, can't it? Whereas your bishop, on the diagonals, if there's a piece in it, it can only go as far as that piece being in its way. So it can't leapfrog it, can it, and then leave it where it is. No, because you have to complete the move. Yes, yes, it has to be a clear path for any pieces, it, yeah, unless you're taking a piece. So say, but at the end, it's quite clever, because if you land in the space that your black team's on, you can... Take that space, so you're gonna have to move it wisely, yeah. so that you can catch the other people's yeah. pieces. So which is your favourite piece to use? Like Daddy likes to use the the knights because they're quite tricky. People forget what they're doing and yeah. don't pay attention to them. What's your favourite piece? Mm, I think it's the pawn. The pawn. The pawn's your favourite piece. Why yeah, is the pawn? Because so when good? you get to the top of the board, uh -huh. um, you can either pick it to go into all the one of the at the back but not the king so you can either pick to turn it into a, a rook you can choose to turn it into a rook yeah a queen but only if these pieces have been caught no no you can I, you can turn it you can have two queens on the board if you want how by having more pawns on the board you can have as many it's just normally when we play we've lost our queens by the time you get a pawn to the top okay and you can either turn it into a queen a rook a knight or a bishop. Yeah, that's good. The only piece you can't turn into is another pawn or, a king. or a king, because obviously you can't have two kings on the board. No, otherwise it would be very confusing and you'd have to checkmate both of them. Yeah, and you can't checkmate two kings, I'd have to checkmate one king, innit? Yeah, um, basically you checkmate one king, but then you'd have to take that piece um, and then you just try and checkmate the other king, no, but good. it would so, you like playing chess? Yeah. Would you recommend it to people to play? Mm. Yeah? Out, I of, how out, uh, out of five, what would we rate in chess then? Give, give chess a rating out of five. Five! Give it a five, that's good, that's good. And then for you, if we're going to give drafts or checkers a rating out of five, what are you giving it? Well, a five, and then I'm a bit struggling. So, so when you find it hard to play, you give it a lower a lower mark, yeah, but when like you're winning, you're giving it a big five. A four. Alright, oh, yeah. Yeah, like every review, it's always if you're happy, it gets a good review. If you're not happy, it gets a bad review. <laughs> right, thanks a lot, guys. Much appreciated. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you next time for another review. Bye. Another top review from Nora and Ava. And do you know what I got mostly from that? Is that your descriptions of certain things are just as good as Ava's. And Ava's eight years old. So true. <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm helping, but I'm not. I'm just repeating because I've got the IQ of an eight-year-old. But that's impressive because I like checkers. Do you call it checkers? I call it drafts. I call it checkers, but I don't know. Which, I don't know which way. I, I don't know if I'm Americanizing it was checkers or drafts is Americanized. I don't know which way around it is. Drafts is the thing that you get when your doors don't quite seal proper, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what I'd go with. That's why I call it checkers. But where does yeah. breast come into it then? Dad joke alarm.
Uh, I don't know. It's probably maybe a brand of some variety. But we we That's play cool, we play a bit of checkers. But I, I just can't get into chess, and I think it's really really impressive how how Ava knows like the moves and thinking about it and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy I enjoy playing with Ava because every time we play, it'll it'll take about three games for it to then start you know thinking ahead. Like the first two games are really scratching messy, and I'm having to set things up for it to take things or go, you might want to take that. But it sort of hinders my game because obviously I'm like thinking so far ahead that if I start setting things up, then I forget what I was doing, you know. Whereas she ain't, she ain't got the ability to think no more than like say two moves ahead. So she'll know if I move a bishop over here and I move my rook over here. I'm already thinking, right, really, I want to be trying to get my me, me knight moving around there, my bishop going over there so then I can figure out to get my queen to attack later on. Or I need to work defensively. She hasn't got that concept, so the game is quite can switch really quick. Do you know I mean whereas, whereas in, in chess you're always thinking about what they're going to do against what you're going to do and different outcomes? Whereas it's not too bad for the kid because, like I say, she might do something that's unpredictable, and you go, "Hmm, that's just throwing a big spanner in the works." Because I didn't expect that. Because that's not a conventional move. Do you know what I mean? So it, it throws it out of the works, which yeah. is quite a good thing. But the game is so quick. So, but for a level. She's better than I ever was. I didn't start playing until I was at high school, so I was about, about 13, 14. And what it was was a teacher. I massively appreciate it now, looking back, because I used to, have to get, I used to get attention quite a bit. But we'd have to go to this in a dinner time. And instead of just sat in silence, he made us play chess, which in hindsight is an absolute brilliant thing because I've learned a really good life skill. And it made his, he was on detention duty, and it made his time go quicker. And he was teaching us some, was, was, learning was being behaved you know what I mean and like I say from then on there's about six of us that was like naughty kids that can all play chess pretty good at a good standard do you know what I mean we're all not too bad at it which is quite ironic is that how Ava's got so good then she's stay behind at school in detention <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no like I say I think chess is one of those I appreciate I enjoy a good game of chess so yeah I'll teach it sometime yeah but it'd be good I'd like to it's it's something I've I've probably struggled struggled just to. I suppose it's it's learning them next moves, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, I know kind of what the pieces are. I know what they can do. I think I know them all anyway. And then obviously yeah. it's it's kind of learning the strategy. Then I suppose, isn't it? So another quality review. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it this week. I enjoyed talking to you about it. It's good. Good. And so apart from your chess experience, have you learned anything this week? I've learned um, more people like me than I thought they did. So I've, I've just I've just left a previous job. I got um, a really good send off. Got like wine. I got beer. You know what I mean, I got proper looked after. So like I say, people must like me because obviously they put money into a collection for me. I could could have got ten p in a box for all for the for all I knew was what people like me or not. And then started a new job and I got a welcome back uh, cake. I've got also hearts. Not as much of a, a tool then that you originally thought you was. That's good. It's good to know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, it's good to know that people uh, do like me. Yeah, or you can just lie really well. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> what, no? what have you learned this week, mate? Do you know what I've learned? Not just this week. I've actually learned this today. Oh, go on then. That ostrich burgers... Need to be at a temperature of about 70 do, 72 degrees. What, to eat them or 
Yeah, to eat them. So if you get them anything above that, they get a bit chewy. So you want to be around the 72 degrees, Mark. Let's just rewind. What, how would you know this? Because uh, I was told today by a butcher. Which butcher is selling ostrich burgers, by the way? Well, they're full of protein, aren't they? Really good high protein uh, against fat content. So they're, they're probably the best thing. Like if you if, if you you know monitor that type of thing, that's probably the best thing that you can eat. They're genuine. Genuine. Oh, every day is a learning day. I would never do exactly, and that's what we're here for. The question is though, what does ostrich burger taste like? Uh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so have you bought some ostrich burger then? No. <laughs> so a butcher tried upselling by telling you how good it is, and you went, Oh, that's nice. Thanks. That. See you next week. I'll have really? my sausages. You see, it's the first time I talked to this gent today, and I took an interest in things he was saying. So I, I asked questions, you know, and it, I genuinely thought it was interesting and had a few stories to tell. And that was just one of the things that I kind of went, wow, that's pretty. Um... So it was a butcher? Yeah. Can you tell a story about him sacking his bacon slicer? (laughs) (laughs) It didn't, unfortunately. On that point, we will move on. So next week, what we're looking at is what was acceptable that we did as a child, but is not acceptable now. And if so, if our kids did it, we wouldn't be very pleased about it. And we'll just see where that crazy roller coaster of a topic takes us, eh? Let's, Let's go with it. Yeah, so I'll be back next week with a review for my two, and we'll do this all again next week. And I'll be back next week as well. Oh, yeah, sorry, you can come back as well next week. Oh, thank, thanks, mate. I thought I'd been cut out. I thought it was the dad tale going forward. No, you, you might as well come back. <laughs> I shall see you next week. See you next week, my friend. Keep yourself smiling. Stay safe. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast, and we hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you are providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.